When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Now Rodgers sits down. He's hurt. 11-15 to go in the opening quarter. A loss of 10 on the play, and hopefully the Jets are thinking that's the only loss on that play. A calf of the quarterback of the New York Jets. Still gonna say a prayer. I'm still gonna hold out hope. You know, my, my heart's with Aaron right now, not and nowhere else. Could they get a miracle result? No. no, no. I'm gonna try and do the show like normal today, but these are not normal circumstances. A very terrible thing has happened. I don't know that I've ever seen a team buy in on a player as we've seen the Jets. And Aaron Rodgers is injured on the sack by Leonard Floyd. So here's the bottom line: just don't, don't, don't do that. All right, here we go. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. The preceding little production was not made by me. <laughs> uh, I would never have done that today. This is, a, this is a crazy, crazy day, and we have so much to talk about. We have exactly the right people with us today to do it. We'll have the members of the hashtag crew around us all morning long. Mike Tannenbaum and Dan Graziano were good enough to hang around after we wrap up, get up this morning to help go through what happened last night in what I think can only be described as one of the most significant opening nights that any NFL team has ever had. I think when you consider all the different circumstances involved, when you consider the magnitude of Rodgers himself, of what his career is, of what it has been, of the enormity of this story, the consequence of this is well beyond one team probably seeing its Super Bowl hopes evaporate at the beginning of a season. This is something much bigger than that. And of course, my fandom notwithstanding, and I never put that aside, I don't think the magnitude of this can possibly be overstated. And so Graziano and Tannenbaum will begin the conversation here and we'll have it through the entirety of my two hours. Let's start with the information as we have it. Dan, we are waiting for any word on an MRI that we know Rodgers is having this morning. But I think we heard Robert Sala after the game, like the expectation is that on the MRI they'll see what, you know, what they were able to diagnose on the field or in the locker room, which is uh, a significant Achilles injury likely to cost him his season. So I think the MRI, probably a formality, um, and that news will come today, and then, the questions going forward, what do they do at quarterback, if anything? What is, what is his plan uh, going forward? Does he work to come back from this and play again for them next year? Uh, so those are the questions that have to be answered. I doubt the MRI is going to answer any questions that, uh, that we don't feel like already have been. Yeah, that's right. Th- th- that, that feels more like a foregone conclusion. And once you get that information, then you start moving forward, or, or as Mike Tannenbaum told us on the show today, and again, I'll remind anyone who doesn't know, Mike T. was the general manager in two different NFL teams, including this one. So you've literally sat in the office where their GM, Joe Douglas, it probably spent the entire night last night. So 
Just give us a sense. Take us inside the building. What things are happening? Yeah, so agree. You know, as we talked about on the show, it really starts last night at the stadium. You know, again, I'm reaching out to Tom Brady. It's very unlikely that's going to be in play. And then you you just start going down the list of like who is realistically available. I think Matt Stafford's a really interesting situation. He has a lot of guaranteed money next year. And there's also a big issue about Aaron Rodgers because he does have guaranteed money next year. Now, if he retires, he doesn't get it. If he says, I want to play, there's $38 million now because of the way you can prorate dollars. You could probably make most things work, but that is an issue out there. Um, Going back to today, though, I'm considering Jameis Winston of the Saints and thinking like, okay, maybe is there something left there? I'm going to try to bring in Colt McCoy and Matt Ryan, who are free agents. I want them in the building today. You know, Dan Graziano mentioned Ryan Tannehill. I don't think that's realistic because – if I'm Tennessee, I just signed DeAndre Hopkins. I'm trying to win right now. Maybe Carson Wentz, not a big fan of that decision. But we're on a plane in five days, and I have to get a quarterback in to say by Saturday night, they have to know 15 plays to get us through that game. And I think it would be really irresponsible of the Jets to say, hey, we're going to go with Zach Wilson. We're going to put our feet up. And here's why, Greeny. I've been in that seat, and players will question GMs when they see a substandard draft choice still on the team, and they're thinking, hey, he's only here because you picked him. And Zach Wilson, who did everything wrong last year on and off the field, to me it's just too soon to say, hey, he's been rehabbed. If this was December, if this was March of 2024, different story. They have a really good team. They have 16 games. I think they got to bring somebody else in. So they have to make one of two decisions, it seems to me. One of them is – because they have to sign a quarterback. Someone else yeah. has to be able to, to be a professional quarterback on that roster. Do you go the route? This is the first decision they have to make. Do you go the route of someone who is clearly going to be the backup to Zach Wilson? Or do you go the route of someone that you are hoping can become your starting quarterback this season? That's the first decision they have to make. And it seems to me that then leads you to the second one, Dan Graziano, which is, and I asked this question of Damian Woody, because Mike T got a lot of flack when you said that on Get Up this morning, and I actually am mostly on your side. I think you have to answer this question. Is there a human being that is reasonable, that you, you have some reasonable chance of getting, who gives you a better chance of winning the championship this year right. than Zach Wilson does. It's, it's that simple. If the answer to that question is yes, and you're the general manager, then you're not doing your job right. if you don't do it. The problem is the answer may not be yes. Matt Ryan probably doesn't at this point give you a better chance of winning the championship. Maybe Jameis Winston does. Certainly Matt Stafford does, but that's very complicated because, again, the Rams probably aren't trading him, and the sense I get is that he didn't want to come here in the first place. He didn't want to move his family to New York. So, Dan, th- those are the questions that I feel like they are dealing with in the building. Yeah, absolutely. And look, this just happened, right? I mean, we're talking about something that happened a, l- a little less than 14 hours ago. Mm-hmm. So uh, they may not have all of those answers right now. Yeah, I, I get it. Like, you got to be quick on this. I get it. I don't think it's realistic for them to have somebody in the building that they would start over Zach Wilson on Sunday, right? right? But going forward beyond that, yeah, maybe. You know, Dan, you know, it's an interesting point because from a human nature standpoint, you're like, oh, we need to grieve and we need some time. The hard part about these jobs is, and I remember Coach Parcells' eyes like it was yesterday, guys. Like, 1999, we had Super Bowl aspirations. We were in the championship game. We had a great offseason. And Vinny Testaverde tears his Achilles. And I remember Bill saying, hey, we're going to feel bad for about 30 seconds. And he's on the phone with a good friend of his, Ron Wolf, who was the then general manager of the Packers, and we wound up trading for Rick Meyer. That didn't work out. Point being is, like, 
as you have to divorce your emotions and say, in five days, there's going to be a quarterback in this building that could finish the game against the Cowboys. And you're having that same conversation, Greeny, of like, where do we realistically think Zach Wilson is? Well, that's the thing. So, so having a quarterback in the building who could finish the game in the event Zach Wilson gets hurt is one thing. They obviously have to do that. Who's the guy that they had? They got from Green Bay. Who's Tim on the practice Boyle, squad? Boyle. So, yeah. so maybe it's just him. It's as simple as that. He knows the offense. He's been there all off season, uh, and and he just becomes your backup quarterback, and you get on with your life at least for the moment. That's one option. Realistically, probably those are your two quarterbacks Sunday. The question is, are you trying to get someone that down the road, a few weeks from now, after they've been in the building a while and learned the offense and whatever else as they do, is ready to go in the event Zach Wilson implodes? Because here's what I will say. The Jets became a team everyone knows a lot about because they acquired Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to us anywhere across America, I know that team backwards and forwards before they acquired Aaron Rodgers. Zach Wilson, to your point earlier, Mike, he didn't just play badly. He played like a person who had no business being in the NFL, and he behaved in such a way that his teammates wanted nothing to do with him. Had they not acquired Aaron Rodgers, I don't think there's any chance that he's still on the roster now. He could not have continued to be a Jet. Greedy, that's the most important point, and we kind of ran out of time, plus I was put in timeout, but... You know, what I would have said on the show was... Yes, I rolled Mike T over to the Rodgers jersey again today because I just felt I had to. But go ahead. <laughs> but in all seriousness, your later... The, the second point you made is so consequential, guys, which is this. Remember last year the Jets were wearing Mike White t-shirts. That's yeah. how much they couldn't stand Zach Wilson. Right. That matters, guys. That matters yeah. in terms of... They have to believe we have a chance to win this game, and in the back of their mind, that's still there. And he threw a terrible interception last night, a classic Zach Wilson interception last night. And frankly, I don't want to hear anyone say he, he won the game for the Jets. They won the game despite him. Now, I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. He didn't prepare all week to be the starter. Right. They didn't prepare all week for him to be the starter. I'm not suggesting last night tells you anything. I'm saying he had so far to go from where he was at the end of last season, that it's almost impossible to imagine he's there now. I think they kept him on the roster, not because he was the second pick in the draft, but because they felt like, with Aaron there, for two years, that maybe Zach, with his skills, because he obviously has talent, could have emerged at that point ready to lead a team. I think that's a possibility. I tweeted at one point, one of the things Aaron's going to do is he's going to save Zach Wilson's career. I, I really believe that could have been the case. But no one wanted this to happen four plays in. I do not believe that Zach Wilson can be the Jets quarterback this year. I don't. I, I, I hate saying it. I hope to God I'm wrong. Nothing would make me happier than for Zach to go out and play representatively. But, Dan, if you're asking me to bet an amount of money that matters to yeah, me on whether the, he does it or not, I would not. That's the problem, right? And, look, the Jets, I think at this point, the way they're approaching it, from what I can tell, is – you know, we believe he's better than he was. We believe he'll get better week to week and, and we can, you know, coach him up and build game plans around him and all that kind of stuff. But if they're wrong, right, then all of a sudden you're looking a few weeks from now where it might be too late. So that that's the issue. You have to address what's realistic in terms of who you can bring in. What's the cost, right? It looks like they'll still have their first round pick next year because it won't, con- you know, it, the, the pick they're sending to Green Bay won't convert to a first because Roger's not going to play the 65% of the snaps or whatever he would have had to to make it a first. So they have some ammunition if they want to go out and make a big move. But the question is, do you want to do that? Right. And here's the big challenge, guys. 
you're in the AFC this year, so even if Zach Wilson plays middle of the road, like to really compete against Kansas City and Cincinnati yeah. and even Buffalo, like that's the question. And in, in six weeks, it may be too late. And windows open and close, and you know they have a good, they have some good young players, but they have some older players as well. And that's why, to me, there's a sense of urgency right now. Let's get the best option we possibly can. The biggest challenge of this, in my opinion, Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs. For protection on the road and on the water, see how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. It feels to me like there's an enormous challenge ahead for the leadership of this team, however you sure. define that. The coaches, the leader, the, the, the players who are leaders who remain, because this is a young group that walked into this thing with a certain level of expectations and aspirations and enthusiasm and excitement. And it's one thing for in the moment for them to have risen up and played the way they did last night. But when you wake up, reality sets in. And the reality of it is everything in this organization was built around Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Everything. And you could have renamed them the New York Rodgers. And I was all in favor of that. And it's Billy Joel last night. And it's and it's uh, Justin, uh, Timberlake. Uh, Justin Timberlake and John McEnroe and all this that that's what he was. So to lose that, they've lost their identity completely. Their identity was we're Aaron Rodgers' team, and they were good with it. Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner and all these young stars bought into that. That's gone now. And that, to me, is the hardest thing to replace. And you can't do that with anyone. But they have to try. I mean, the bottom line of it yeah. is I remember Parcells that year saying, look, they're not going to feel sorry for us, and they're not canceling the rest of the games on the schedule. So we got to do the best we can one way or the other. One of the most famous ones I can remember is you talk about 99, that same offseason before 99, the Rams were loaded and Trent Green was going to be the quarterback. He goes down in camp with an injury and, and there's a famous Dick Vermeil uh, press conference where he says, we will rally around Kurt Warner and we will play good football. And it was like, who's Kurt Warner, right? Yeah, and of I course, they, they win the Super Bowl. So uh, I'm not, I mean, like, like that's, you have to be prepared for this. And I think to your point, Rodgers, everything, you know, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, Dalvin Cook, probably those guys aren't there, right, if Rodgers is not the quarterback. Nathaniel Hackett, the offensive coordinator. So they have to pivot. It's going to be tough. My big question, when you talk about the leadership, and yes, the pressure on Robert Sala and the coaches to make this work, what's Aaron Rodgers' role going to be in that? Right? Like, I think that's, he's going to need some time. He's yeah. going to have to step right. And, and I'm not even suggesting that it should be on his mind yet. But once the dust settles and, and he goes back into that building, is he going to be a part of that? Because I think he could be a valuable one. So, Dan, look, I'm not a doctor, but unfortunately I have a lot of experience with this. This, this is something that has to be operated on as quickly as possible to give you the best chance. Like an ACL, they'll do rehab for two or three weeks. He'll have surgery this week. Yeah. And he may be able to be back in the building by, like, November, but he's going to take a couple of weeks just yeah. to get himself right. So, I mean, I'm sure he'll be there virtually or maybe jump in on a Zoom, but he his – the intangibles of him are really pushed to the side. Yeah. So, Green, it goes back to you like costly. Th- yeah, it yeah. is. And organically, somebody else is going to have to step up. Is it, you know, Brees Hall? Is it Garrett? Someone else is going to have to say, hey, you know, get on my shoulders. We'll get to where we want to go. But it starts at the quarterback position. The guys are like 23 years old. Yeah. I mean, well, but it's they, so much to ask. I'm, uh, fi- quick final No, they thought. have a good enough defense that their identity can be their defense. I know. And that can be where their leaders are. But the quarterback has to be able to do no harm, which was not the case last year. And you can't beat. Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow right. and all those guys with just defense. He just can't. They, they, don't, they don't play in that league anymore. The league the 2000 Ravens won the Super Bowl in doesn't exist yeah. anymore. All right, I have to take a break. Guys, thank you both. Mm-hmm. It was great. 
having you, Mike T, here today, and Danny, and we had fun last night. We did. It was. And I started every, out like funny. I'll tell you all the stories. Every, everyone gets invited to Greeny except me. I get rolled in the corner. Everybody else. Well, no, you were invited. I just. Uh, <laughs> we only had two rooms, and Bubba slept in one of them. It's not even a joke. I will come back, and we'll talk about it in a minute. Stay there. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. I will tell you the entire story of my night last night. My emotions today, which I know a lot of people are interested in. Uh, So the hashtag crew is around me here. Bubba is down with us here in New York at our studios on the South Street Seaport. First time he's ever been down here. He was at our little get-together last night. He slept in my son Stephen's room last night. Uh, Damian Woody slept in my daughter Nikki's room. Hembo slept in his own house and was asleep long before the game began. Uh, Cam is back in uh, Bristol holding things down today. So I'll just take you quickly through all of the emotional roller coaster that was yesterday. And Bubba can chime in as we go along because you were there living most of it with me. So we had the way this all began is that last Thursday, when Damian Woody was making what is his regular Thursday appearance on Get Up, um, I said to him, you know, Tuesday morning coming off of the Jets and Bills, I could really use you on the show. I'm dying to have you in. He wasn't scheduled to be in today. And he said, let me check. Let me see if I can do it. And D. Wood lives a pretty long way away in New Jersey. So I knew staying up late to watch the game and then having what's probably at least an hour commute in was potentially a hindrance. So I said to him, listen, if you want to stay over at my apartment and watch the game with me and then we'll get up in the morning, it's like a 10-minute ride into the studios, you're welcome to do it. Next thing I know, he's in. 
So I go home and I tell Stace we're doing this. She says, well, why don't you invite some people and we'll have a nice like party, basically, a viewing party, which is what happened. So we had, of the names that folks would know, we had Damian Woody, we had Dominique Foxworth, we had Dan Graziano, and we had Bubba at my house last night. We also had my daughter and a few of her friends. We had my nephew and his roommate. So we had a pretty, and Stace, of course, and Phoebe. So we had like a pretty nice group. It was packed. And, and my wife did it, as she always does. She turned this little get-together oh, into this God. fabulous party. So Bubba can attest we had a ton of food. Insane. A, a ton of drink. Everything was great. Before kickoff, we were having the best time. I mean, everything, emotions are high, expectation is high. We're all laughing, we're all eating. We've got tons. I let Damien Woody choose the menu. So he texts me, I need pizza, I need nachos. And then he subsequently texted me, bro, I forgot, we need something sweet. So we had tons of pizza. We had steak nachos. Chicken nachos and shrimp nachos. I think it was like seven pizzas. I think. We, had, we had eight pizzas. Yeah, eight. I mean, it was unbelievable. Eight pizzas. And six orders of nachos. And six orders of nachos. We had a ton of drink. I mean, whatever anybody wanted. Chips, cookies, yeah. soda, beer. I mean, it was unbelievable what you and, you and Stacy had there. Yeah. And we, had, we were ready. We're going to do a party. We're going to do a party. And we have in our building, we have like, um, like a screening room. So we reserved that room. So we had this huge space. We yeah. were not all sitting in an apartment. We had this huge, incredibly comfortable space. And it was just as good a night as you could ever possibly ask for. We were so ready for this event that had been building up for all of us in various ways for months and months and months. And five minutes into it, this happens. And Bubba, how would you describe, because I don't, I went into, I went numb. I mean, to be completely honest with you, I went completely numb. I didn't get mad. Like my usual inclination is to get furious at anything bad that happens. You were there. I would not describe myself as mad. I was, I think I genuinely was in shock. Yeah, no, I mean, because we went from right before the game, a quote from you when Aaron Rodgers came out with the flag was, yeah. this is the greatest moment in TV history, <laughs> and, every, and which was, you know, everyone was so fired up. That was great. And we were just on such a high, like you said. We were having such a great time. Everyone's talking, laughing, having fun. So much food, just unbelievable. And then, and then at first, you know, it looked like just like a normal play. He went down. And then, you know, because he went down a couple times beforehand. But he went down. He got up at first. Didn't think anything happened. Then he went back down. And then I think you might have said first, oh, Rodgers is hurt. We didn't really think much of it at first. But then he just stayed down. And then, I, yeah, D. Wood said at first, just the numb. Everyone was just numb. Like, I mean, literally for the rest three hours from that point on, there were probably like seven words an hour said. Yeah, like, it's true. Everyone was just oh. sitting there. And, and most of the words were from you saying, I just saw this, you know, person exit on Twitter. This is happening. D. Wood, what does this mean? Dominique, what does this mean? Trying to get answers to, to help you. But, yeah, I mean, you were not angry by any means. It was every, we didn't have any answers because people were saying broken ankle, broken foot, Liz Frank, Achilles. So we were just trying to get answers. Yeah. And it was just, just complete. We went from the highest of highs, having so much fun together, and then just knowing it was a shock. Yeah, and when D. Wood said numb, that was it. We were just complete, utter shock and numb just sitting there Literally in silence while this game is going on, all of us there, whatever it was, 16 people, just in complete silence. Almost none of the food got eaten, as there it turned out. So much we had been, and we were going to eat all night. You know, we, we had a three-hour game, so we were. So the nice thing is that you know we had a bunch of 
20-year-olds who live on their own, so they all got to take a lot Damian of food Damien Woody stopped eating. He's, yeah, he said, he I don't have an appetite anymore. I can't do it. Yeah. He tapped out. He did. He stopped eating. It was brutal. So, uh, and then someone said to me, you know, it was my daughter. I said, Dad, you know, you're, you're the number six trending topic on Twitter. Um, people worried about me. And that was actually very nice. Look, so, so people want to hear how I feel. I feel so many different ways that I don't really know where to begin. But I've written this in books before. Anger is an excellent emotion. Anger is inspiring. People who get angry have accomplished great things in life. Sadness is the opposite of that. Sadness is deflating. Sadness takes all your energy away, and that's how I feel. I want to be angry. I want to blame someone. When something bad happens, you want to pick someone and say, it's their fault. I'm mad at the turf. I'm mad at the coach. I'm mad at the line. I'm mad at the plan not to have a backup. And every, but God's honest truth is I'm not mad about any of it. Football is a game where these things happen. And the fact that the circumstances conspire to be what they are doesn't change the fact that sometimes stuff just happens. And last night it happened to the Jets. And I am heartbroken for myself and the, all the Jet fans out there who were so excited. So, Bubba, before you got there, mm. when I was out getting some of much of this food was ordered and delivered, but some of it had to be actually picked up physically by me. And I was out there in my Rogers jersey, walking around, like going place to place. And I mean, the streets are filled. This is like. Three, two, three hours before kickoff. Jet fans everywhere. Greeny, we're going to do it tonight. Greeny, this is our night. Greeny, this is our time. And, and I'm into it. I mean, oh, I'm, yeah. you know. And, and to go from that, just from what this season had the promise to be, to where we are now, it just makes me sad. And I am heartbroken for the organization. A lot of Jet fans over the years have been very hard on me because they feel I am hard on the organization. I make no apologies for what I've said. The Jets have gotten so many things wrong over the years, and I feel it is my responsibility as a fan with a platform to hold their feet to the fire. In this case, I am heartbroken for them because they did everything right. In my opinion, the Jets did it right. The general manager got this right. The coach got it right. The owner got it right. I can't blame anyone. I'm heartbroken for them. I'm sick for them. Because this stuff changes lives. It doesn't change mine. I'm devastated. But I woke up this morning and my life isn't really any different. There are people whose everything about their world depends on this. And it all changes dramatically now. So I love the optimism. And all those guys, they got to go into that building today feeling like we're still going to do this. We've still. But let's face it. No, they're not. The Jets might still have a good season. They went 7-10 and 10 last year with terrible Zach Wilson play. Let's say they're a little better than that. Could I see them getting to 9-8, and 10-7, and 7, maybe sneaking into the playoffs? I could. Do I see any way in the world that without Aaron Rodgers, they can beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, Joe Burrow and the Bengals? Well, I mean, they beat Allen last night. Who knows what the hell is going on with him because he was awful last night so we'll talk about him a little later but whatever it is do i see them going through the gauntlet that is the afc of course not realistically no so i will hope and i will root and i will never stop loving this team but i'm as heartbroken for a group of people as i could 
possibly imagine being. That is my reaction, at least right now. Hembo, your thoughts? Well, I mean, I can't imagine anything more deflating. And I'm not a person who has been predisposed to rooting for Aaron Rodgers or for the Jets in any way. Like, that's... But even so, what happened last night is a football tragedy. Because for a moment in time, the Jets, with the face of the NFL as their quarterback, were at the epicenter of the football universe. And watching that pregame, watching Aaron Rodgers run out onto the field with the American flag and the energy emanating from MetLife Stadium, I talked to people that were at the game yesterday saying they had never heard a stadium be louder or shake more. Like there was an energy in that building that was incomparable. And then like that, like immediately. Again, you went through this. I didn't see this happen live. So it's it's hard for me to say exactly when when during the night you guys realized that this was like potentially catastrophic rather than just he rolled an ankle. But even so, you can't, ima- you can't drum up a set of circumstances that could be any worse or more deflating for the fan base um, or for the league at large. The, the moment that we knew, again, I've said many times that when you, whenever there is any news, whenever anything happens that involves an injury, the first person I ask is a doctor, the second person I ask is a football player. I did this with Mike for 18 years. Those guys know their body so well. They're so accustomed to injury. So to, Bubba was just saying in a minute ago, I was asking D. Wood and mm. Dominique everything, constantly. Right. Like, what does this mean? What does this mean? The moment you knew it was really bad was when you saw the cart. He went into the blue tent. The blue tent could still be a, an ankle sprain. Like, th- their first thought was it looked like a high ankle. That's what they said. It looked like a high ankle from, from the original angle of it. Looks like a high ankle. And I'm thinking, well, a high ankle is pretty bad. You know, I mean, on the low end, that's like two weeks. On the high end, it's like four to six yeah. weeks. You know, so you're already kind of getting yourself in mindset. The second they show the cart, and if you've seen the Peyton Manning video on the Manning cast, mm-hmm. that's when you can see it sink in for Peyton. Peyton goes, holy, and then he checks himself and, and finishes that with cow. The word cow is not what was going to come after the holy originally. To, to answer your question, that's the moment. When we saw the cart pull up to the blue tent, that's when you said, okay, this is not a sprained ankle. No one goes off on a cart because they have a sprained ankle. There was one angle that I, we just kept playing over and over and over on Get Up This Morning of the injury from the side, I guess, when you can almost see like the, the leg like it pops. pops. Yeah. How, how quickly on the broadcast did they, did they find that? Was, uh, it, was it immediate almost? No, or? not immediate. Okay. No, yeah, it, it, so, it, no. It, no, it wasn't. You know, it's interesting. I mean, hilariously, my daughter had two of her friends there, one of whom is uh, 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 in medical. She, they just graduated from college, all of them. She is by no means a doctor, but she's going to be. And um, she was the first one in the room to say, watch the way that stretches. That's an Achilles. Mm-hmm. And we were all sitting there talking about the ankle. But whatever, who cares? The, the point of it is he got hurt, and you're just left with this emptiness like it really is an emptiness people are 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 offering me their condolences like a member of the family has died and look that's not what's happened here rogers isn't dead uh the jet season will go on all those things happen but there really was there was there was a fun if there's one thing that for my own self that bothers me the most it is the fun that, that Bubba is talking about that we were all having. I was looking forward to that all year. That we were going to get four months of fun. I was convinced they were going to be good. Super Bowl good, who knows? 
But they were going to be good. And if you watched them play last night, you know just how good they were going to be because Rodgers, all he had to do was be decent and look at that team. And I was looking forward to fun. My son is FaceTiming me from Prague. It's 2 o'clock in the morning, and Stevie is in Prague because that's where he's doing his semester abroad. And he's like, I'm up, Dad. I'm watching. And and like that. He was up to the end. He was up. Oh, absolutely. He he FaceTimed him at the end of the game. The, The moment the game ended. I had to be careful because he's getting everything like on delay. He's watching yeah. it online. So yeah. like I, I never text him anything because, you know, he doesn't get it until right. afterwards. You know, he's like on a whatever it is, 15, 20 seconds of delay. So the, the long and short of it is this fandom that we all have, this, this, this passion that we have for our teams, like it's about ourselves as much as it is about them. It's about our families. It was about me growing up with my, my mom and dad having these sorts of all these days, all these highs and lows and being together and all the memories that it creates. And I was looking forward to this season creating memories that who knew what they were going to be, but they had the potential, I thought, to be really special and wonderful. And maybe it still will. We'll still watch the games. We'll still have the fun. But it won't be the same. No- nothing will be what we thought this was going to be. Like, Bubba actually said it. As the game is starting and we're all looking around like, what a great party we're having and how much fun we are, Bubba goes, you know, if they win, we have to do this every week. <laughs> and I said, yes, we do. I mean, I was ready to come down again. Well, look, I mean, Stevie's not coming home till Christmas. Yeah. You can mm. have his room until then. Exactly. Uh, Bubba slept in, in Stevie's room, and D. Wood slept in Nikki's room, and Phoebe slept in our room, and I didn't sleep at all. I'm truly, though, like, I, I, I say this sincerely. Like, I actually do feel for you. Like, you're the first person I thought of this morning when I, came, when I woke up and discovered this happened, yeah. obviously. Yeah, first people a lot of people thought of based on the trending. Yes, yeah, Greeny and Mike Greenberg were both trending. My goodness. Um, but like last year, I got to experience my baseball team going to the World Series and my football team going to the Super Bowl. And it added enormous joy and meaning and layer to my life in ways that's sort of difficult to articulate. It's difficult to describe. But you love it, and you look forward to watching every game, and it all just builds. So, I just want you to, at some point in your life, get to experience that. And this was your best chance. And that best chance rolled away on a cart yesterday, and it, it rolled away before that opportunity and the fact that even really that came or, to pass. Four plays in is the—you can't even make that up. That happened, four plays in is just the craziest thing. Didn't of all complete time. a pass. If you were it's to just, say, like, yeah, you know, week eight, he got hurt, whatever. That's one thing. Four plays in, he, he just had the American flag in his hand. Six minutes beforehand. <laughs> it, it was a devastating uh, night. and you, so You can't even make it up. That's where we are. Um, and so we'll continue talking about it again. We are waiting for word. The, the fact that they have not said anything about the diagnosis, I, I, I wouldn't... Look, everyone thinks they know what happened. He's having the MRI today. We'll hear from Robert Sala on the Michael K. Show this afternoon on ESPN Radio New York at 345 Eastern, his regular appearance. I have to believe long before that we will have the news from the MRI. And, and I don't think there is practically any hope that it is going to be anything other than what we are expecting it to be. All the players telling us this is the easiest injury to diagnose. Essentially, they just tell you. Can you get up on your toes? Can you just put your weight on your toes? And the answer is no. You are just purely flat-footed. And immediately, that's an Achilles. It's not anything else. So that's where we are. Uh, We'll take a short break. We'll continue the conversation. We'll make sure we set aside some time for some calls and a whole lot more as we continue. In just a moment, this is Greeny on a tough day on ESPN Radio. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and help you save time and money. Down the road, restrictions apply. Get in the zone with AutoZone. Bubba has a theory about whose fault this actually is. Go ahead, Bubs. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any question. This is Hembo's fault. If, if you remember yesterday, towards the end of the show, Hembo suggested that there's that you should not have this party. And he was adamant that you should not have this party. And he just kept saying, do you really want to have this party? Do you want to have people over to watch the game with you? And then he specifically said, what if something goes wrong? What if something bad happens? Do you really want to be hanging out with a group of people watching the game? What if something goes wrong? And we, and we said, you know, uh, for, you know, what if it's 4 or nothing? That could happen. And, you know, well, it can't get any worse than that. What if something goes wrong? Well, it got worse than that, Hembo. And we were all there witnessing it. We were sitting there right in front of his face. Stacy's recording it. And this is all your fault. Why do you have to – it's just like the Phillies. You, you jinx everything. Why, why do you just – why do you jinx everything, I guess is my question. Why does everything you touch turn to you-know-what? Yeah. Why is it's that? The opposite of the Midas touch? Yes. So uh, let's recount this, right? So uh, towards the end of the show yesterday, I call into question whether or not this is a good idea. But at the time, my theory was like, well, what if the Jets get blown out, like you said? Yeah. What could possibly be worse than that? Sure. The franchise quarterback going down for the season in all likelihood on the fourth play. Like, I can't believe now in hindsight the words that I chose to use. I can assure you I was not seeing the future, but I do feel awful about it. Here's the it. thing, Bubs. Like, you know me. Normally, I'm the first person in on that. I believe so much in superstitions of that nature Mm -hmm. that Bubba can confirm this. I was sent 
a, 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 a WWE belt. So there's a partnership between the WWE and the NFL. And the, the CEO of the WWE is my former agent, Nick Khan, who I'm very, very close to. So he sent me, they made like a special one that says Jets on it, like mm-hmm. a championship belt. And I had it there last night. And Bubba will tell you, this was the plan that I was going to wear the belt until the first bad thing happened in the game. Now, a bad thing is a turnover, the Bills score a touchdown, something like that. At that moment, I was going to transfer the belt to someone else to change up the mojo. Right. We need a little change in the atmosphere, and eventually the belt would kind of work its way around. Hopefully not too many people, because hopefully not too many bad things would happen. So that's how much I believe in this stuff. But can I tell you that when I saw Rogers sit back down again, I literally just unbuckled the belt and took it off because suddenly all that fun was just gone. Like all of, there's nothing in the world I would love more than to pound on you right now, Hembo, and say, but this is too big for that. Like this is bigger than that. The magnitude of this, I think, has not fully sunk in. You know, I I woke up during the night a few times. God knows how much I slept last night. It was not a lot. Because I kept waking up in the middle of the night and then sort of being reminded of what had happened. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I thought about was, like, this is so consequential. Forget me. Forget me for a second. It's my team, all of us, all you Jet fans who were there with me. Like, for us, this is devastating, of course. But this is the most popular, famous, controversial, um, lightning rod player in football who changed teams in extraordinary high-profile fashion, whose team was then on this show, Hard Knocks, for everyone to get a taste of. I mean, look at the pregame last night. What's the last time we had a pregame show in which they're interviewing Billy Joel about what it's like to be a star in New York? And we sent John McEnroe out to do this sit-down interview with him of Douglaston, Queens. Like, this, this was the biggest story in the National Football League. When we got this game, when it was announced, ESPN, our first game will be Rogers' first game. Like, they're dancing in the hallways. I wasn't there, obviously, but I promise you, the executives, the people we all work for back in Bristol, are dancing in the hallways the league gave us this game because it will be the biggest game of the opening weekend by far. Why? Because of Rogers. And so to lose him, it goes so far beyond us. It's Devastating for this organization, devastating, as I said earlier today, for an organization that so frequently has gotten things wrong. But in this case, I really think did everything right. It's devastating for the league. It's devastating for the TV networks. They're going to be on prime time, I want to say, like four more times. Right. The Jets, we play, uh, we, we play uh, the, the Thanksgiving Friday. We, yeah. The first ever NFL Thanksgiving game, yeah. Friday game, the Amazon game, is, is the we play in that. And look, maybe we'll still be good. I mean, maybe it'll still be an interesting game, but it certainly isn't what Aaron Rodgers makes it. He elevates everything. So this is a, a devastating blow for the entire sport. There was a year where Brady got hurt week one. Remember that, Brady? I want to say it was against Kansas City. Mm-hmm. In the opening game, the year after they were 18-1, and one, the year after they had, they may have been as good a team as has ever existed, and then the Giants beat them on the David Tyree play. The following year, Brady got a knee injury and was out for the season week one. This is that. This is, this is that happening again. It, it is that. But, but it, this is the first time. This is the first time. I mean, Tom Brady just retired. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, in my judgment, in my opinion, 
is the face of the NFL. Like Patrick Mahomes is the greatest player, is the greatest quarterback, but Aaron Rodgers has been so famous for so long on a, on a legacy franchise for the Jets to have acquired him. Like This was going to be the epicenter of the football universe. They flexed the entire season around it. Like What happened last night was, in some sense, supposed to be like a, a coronation of an entire offseason of hype to see him play quarterback for your team. Yeah. Nothing could possibly have been worse. Like If you had asked Roger Goodell to say, okay, one thing you, is off limits this season, it would have been this thing. Like This is the kind of thing that could, feels like it could only happen to you, could only happen to the Jets. It's devastating for the fan base, but also for the league, for the sport, in every conceivable way. There is no silver lining. Everything about this just stinks. Then I, I think even also the Jets don't have the Matt Castle that the Patriots have, which I think is the secondary part. I mean, I know that the Patriots didn't make the playoffs that year, but they were they were a good team. And mm-hmm. I, think, I think they went 11 and 5. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they just missed it. So, I mean, if the, if the Jets had the Matt Castle led team like they had, they'd be. They'd be in the play. They have no problem, but I mean, they, they don't have that Matt Castle backup right now. Zach, Wilson, Zach Wilson's going to play against Patrick Mahomes in primetime in three weeks. They're playing the Cowboys this week. Th- there are playing so... the Cowboys in the afternoon window. I'm sure that'll be like the big America's Game of the Week oh, yeah. or whatever that is. Who has the, I don't even know. CBS is it CBS or Fox? CBS has All right, game. so it'll be Jim and Tony. I for certain will yeah. have that game, and we'll still do it even though uh, Rodgers isn't playing in it. Um, and, and yes, we play Sunday night against Kansas City the last weekend of September. That may be October 1st, October whatever 1st, week yeah. four is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then they have the Thanksgiving Friday game, and there's one other night game. They're playing uh, Monday night against the Chargers. And then, what, they, and then they get, what week is that? that? That's, week, that's week nine. The, the very next week, they're playing Vegas on Sunday night. Like the, the whole country is going to be exposed to Zach Wilson for the, like for the world to see. Like that, like this is... This is, the, this is the same bleep all over again, except there's no Aaron Rodgers to, to play in primetime nationally. The, the, the NFL built their schedule around this guy. The yeah, whole thing. I'm, I'm looking at the schedule now. Uh, we just popped it up on the screen here. Look, I, to, I mean, tomorrow, I guess, will be a day to start figuring out how, to, how they're going to pick up the pieces and, and how we'll do it. Like, you got to give yourself a 24-hour rule. I mean, as a fan, you got to give yourself 24 hours to just be devastated. And I think that's that's where I am right now. I'm I'm just in my 24 hours of devastation. Um, well, so we'll continue here as we go. We'll, we'll try and squeeze in. Uh, we will set aside some time for some calls. You'll hear some of the things that were said this morning in a very passionate edition of Get Up Today with Damian Woody and Robert Griffin the third, who was terrific today. And Mike T and Sal and Dan Graziano and Dominique Foxworth. It was a, a busy morning and it will continue in just a moment. You are listening to Greeny on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also, catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.